Running a brokerage is hard work. So whether you're focused on building your own sales pipeline, hiring the best agents, leveling up your team's production, or protecting culture you've built, you're in the right place. Real estate brings the challenges, and we share the solution. Welcome to the show dedicated to broker entrepreneurs. Welcome to the Brokerpreneur Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Brokerpreneur Podcast. I'm Dr. Ben Spears, the Doctor of Flow. I am here as usual with the big guy, Matt Vi. What's up, man? Man, just uh, just it's uh, it's the beginning of the week. Getting yeah. a whole bunch of stuff knocked out. We got a bunch of things to do, but getting a whole bunch of stuff knocked out. Had a had a good weekend. Had a lot of things. Uh, had a lot of things fall in place. So uh, so excited to to dig in and get going and share some of the share some of the podcast love. I like it. So sometimes we talk about recruiting. Yeah, it turns out. And uh, we're going to do that today. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about what we're talking about. Yeah. So we're going to talk about effective recruiting. Here, here's the reason why we talk about effective recruiting a, a, a lot. Okay. okay. But it's coming up a lot in our masterminds no. because we've got a bunch of our brokers that are like, okay, if I can just hit this goal before the end of the year. Yeah. Right. And so uh, so this is just kind of a reminder, hey, if you're trying to get there, if you're trying to figure out exactly what that is and get rid of the distractions, what is it that I need to focus on? That's what we're going to dig into. Yep, absolutely. Well, I love it, guys. Before we dig into that, you know the routine. Wherever you're listening to this, hit that, <clears throat> excuse me, hit that follow or that subscribe button. Uh, make sure you hit that like button. Um, that helps. It just helps us. Helps the channel so much. Gets our, our videos up to the top, and uh, we just really appreciate that. Um, before we move on, check out the links in the description below. A lot of cool things to help you grow your brokerage that are absolutely free. Uh, free downloads, free masterminds. Uh, we'd absolutely love to meet meet you as a listener and uh, and and help you grow your brokerage. <laughs> you know, um, any way that we can. So Matt. Yep. Um, you, so you just like you said in the masterminds, it's like everybody's got you know everybody's got their goal, and it's like the end of the year, and it's yep. this big push. You know, okay, I just got to get here. Uh, well, one of the first things that we always talk about is uh, it can't just be any any warm body, right? Right. You have to you have to know the types of agents that you're looking for, especially you know with the different models of brokerages out there. Everybody's looking for somebody different, right? Yeah, and uh, and so you know we're we're hearing a lot on uh, you know on, on social media right now. There's there's been articles and magazines and everything. Everybody's kind of paying attention to recruiting now. All of a sudden, right? Yeah. And uh, and so you know there was a there was a great article that was in the uh, that was in uh, I, I don't know if it was Florida Realtors or National Association of Realtors or something like that. Where'd you see it? Maybe it was the close. I think it was the close. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah that says here's a checklist. If you're the, talking to agents, if you're thinking about you know switching to a new broker brokerage, here's the here's the checklist, right? So uh, so you know. There, there was there was absolutely some good some good information in there. The thing I'd want to point out probably the most on that is it it actually laid that on the shoulders of the agent. As a broker, man, you have to make sure that you're having that discussion along the way before someone decides to transition. You have to make sure that you're talking about uh, how you would help somebody transition into your brokerage. That needs to be kind of part of your message. Right. If you've got social posts out there, if you've got, you know, if you're bumping into agents and you're talking to them about things or you're making videos or something like that, talk a little bit about uh, your agents that have transitioned to your office and how and how effectively they've transitioned in. OK. Yeah. So so what does that have to do with identifying that identifying the agents? Well, the agents that have paid attention to that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the ones I'd be talking to the most right now. <laughs> so, so, uh, so if I was, as an example, let's say I'm at the, I'm at the board office and I bump into an agent and, you know, we agree to go have a cup of coffee or something like that. Right. Cause they wanted to talk lead strategies or something. And, uh, 
and you're having a conversation with them about their about their business and then you say something like well yeah whenever some of the agents move over to my brokerage here's the six things that we make sure we take care of immediately for them before they actually have to do anything with their with them, them transi- transitioning to our brokerage and the agents like oh that's really helpful you know that makes a lot of sense so if somebody says something like that man that that's going to be a target agent right yeah, yeah if somebody's engaging with you on social media with with that kind of stuff that's going to be a, that's going to be a target agent if you've if you've interviewed with somebody they're sitting down in your office or you're on a zoom with them and you've had a good conversation with them and you're talking to them about it and you can see that they perk up about that part of the conversation about them them how it happens that they get from the office that they're at to your office man that's the people that right now top that should be top of the list those should be the ones that you're paying the most attention to that's who i would target to begin with Gotcha. And so, you know, we, we have brokers that are really good at kind of starting those conversations mm-hmm. or they teach classes and, um, it's just like, gosh, you know, all the agents love me and that yep. kind of thing, but I need to, you know, I need something that gets them from, Hey, I'm, I like what we're talking about in this conversation right. to, you know what, I wouldn't mind sitting down with you and, 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 and chatting a little bit more about, you know, mm-hmm. how I can help your business. Part of that is, you know, uh, just the offer that, 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 that you're giving. Right? Yeah. And so, you know, how does someone craft, you know, a compel a compelling offer to, to, to take these agents to the next step? Yeah. So if, if we're talking really hyper specific on a certain number of agents that you're trying to, if, that, that you're trying to hire, right? So at the time that we're recording this, we're at the end of October. If you're telling yourself, I need to hire 150 agents by December 31st, wrong. I mean, that's just not, that, that isn't where it's going to go, right? You're probably targeting a more specific number. I've got to have three agents, 10 agents, however many that number is you've got an idea of how many it is that you're trying to actually get in the door and get signed up at at that point knowing that that's the case you should have a list already of who the potential ones are yeah if you're starting ice cold right now and you're trying to get productive agents and you're doing it in 60 days over the holidays Mm -hmm. i'm not saying it's too late but it might be too late yeah Okay, so at this point, you need to go back to your list. Who've I had conversations with? Who told me no four months ago that that, that now might be that now might be the yes? Go back and have those. Go back and look at the notes on them. Go back into your CRM or wherever you're tracking them. Look at the notes and make that offer compelling, specific to them. Yeah. So if you're trying to get five people. You should be able to take out a pad of a paper, go through your list of people that you've tried to tried to work with at this point, or people that you were targeting that you think might make a uh, might make a move before the end of the year, and you should be able to write a a relatively specific offer targeted towards them. Yeah. Okay. What is it that we talked about, and and so. What is it that we talked about that really resonated with them? So, so I'm not going to get really far off track. We try to be really concise with the time and the, and the podcast and everything. But, right. you know, in your conversation, in your interview, if you had interviews with some of these people already, you should have been asking them, of all of the things that, that, that business is about with real estate, which one is the most important to you? When that person said, well, this is what's most important to me, your compelling offer should be focused on that. Yeah. So if you were sitting down talking to them and they said the most important thing to them was getting some of their time back or was, or was generating a higher quality leads or getting their database in place the way that it needed to be. Your compelling offer should be that to them. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So go back, figure out who those people are, dig into that, into that list and start those conversations with them. And here's as simple as it is. 
Hey, Ben, you know, I was going back through, you know, I'm wrapping up the end, the end of the year and making sure I'm doing all my planning for next year. And I actually came across the notes of the conversation you and I had. And uh, and you mentioned that, you know, uh, being more effective with your time when it comes to lead generation was really important whenever we talked. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to sit down and talk a little bit more about that. I've got something that I think would help out with that over the next, you know, over the next week or so. You think we could sit down and talk about that. Now, that compelling offer is very specific to them. And it basically is telling them, hey, what you said to me was important enough for me to remember, first yeah. of all. And secondly, I've been thinking about that and I want to help solve that. Now going into this time of year, that might be the perfect time for them to for them to grab onto that and, and make that transition to your company. Yeah, especially if that's what if they're not getting that. Yeah, absolutely. Else. Still absolutely. not getting it. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah. So the uh, the next step is obvious, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you you've got you've just, you know, landed your compelling offer and and they said, "Okay, yeah, maybe maybe I'm down for that." Well, now it's the now it's the interview, and I like in the notes how you don't just have you know interview and possibly hire, mm-hmm. you have interview and selection. Yep, right? absolutely. And so selection is way is a, a a way better word than recruit recruiting. Right. So, yeah. Pl- yeah. Get rid of the word recruiting from your vocabulary if you can at all. Yeah. Right. Hey, Dr. Ben here. I hope you're enjoying this episode. If sometimes you feel overloaded or alone when it comes to building your brokerage, I want you to know that we are here for you. There's so much support available to agents, but hardly any dedicated to brokers. I want to personally invite you to schedule a complimentary strategy call where Matt will help you build a three-step profitability plan that will immediately produce results. This is not a sales pitch. There's no obligation. Simply click the link in the description below. Now let's get back to the show. Oh, so uh, not that it's right. uh, I don't want to get sidetracked on this. Not that you don't have to do it, but recruiting has a connotation to it. You got to be super careful with, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Not just for the people that you're talking to, but for yourself. Okay. Uh, For a lot of people. So, uh, so selection, and we know we have to interview uh, effectively, right? Whole, whole conversation about that. We got a bunch of podcasts about it, Uh, but selection, Right. So what we want to do is now between the end of the year, if we're trying to hit a certain number, hit a certain number of people, don't panic. Don't say if this person kind of halfway says, yes, I need to go ahead and throw at them everything that I can and get them in the get them in the front door. Right. Actually choose the people that, you know, are going to be a good fit here. Here's the reason why I would why I would say that. So you want people that at the beginning of the year are hitting the ground running. Okay. That's not when, that's not when people should be starting at the starting line. They should run through the holidays. So they're at a full sprint when it comes time to start the year. Yeah. Right. We, we talk about that a lot. Okay. That's who I would focus my selection on instead of hiring four or five people that uh, four or five agents that, you know, two of them might be up and running and one of them is experienced and this person's this and that person's that man, I would just be hyper specific and say, okay, who is it that I can bring on board? That through the holidays, we're going to make sure everything is set up for them the way that it's supposed to be. All their systems are set up. They're, they're already into the middle of their prospecting. Their database is set up. They're going to be focused on getting up and running instead of somebody just saying, okay, let, let me go ahead and put my license here. And then in January, I'll get started. Right. Because yeah. now what's going to happen is they're going to come in the front door. They're going to be discombobulated. They're going to be disconnected. Absolutely. They're not connected with the tools and systems. They haven't put things in place the way that they need to. The next thing you know, they're loosely connected with your company at that point. 
right? Yep. Because there's there's some some other things going on that that are going to distract them, distract you, distract the company, uh, the resources that would normally help them, all that kind of stuff. There's there's going to be those there's going to be those distractions. I would select people that in this environment and what we're going into over the next sixty days that can be focused, that can get up and running. Yeah. That don't have to have you. That they're not some special circumstance that just happened to fall in place the way that it was supposed to, and fall into your system the way it was supposed to. This is somebody that you know that can thrive, that you selected, that can thrive through this time and be launched at the beginning of January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and that launch word is is, is super important. Mm-hmm. It takes us right into to, to our very last point that we're going to be talking about, mm-hmm. um, which is <clears throat> excuse me, uh, onboarding and culture. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You want somebody, of course, that's, that's as good of a fit as possible. Yeah. You want somebody that is just super connected with what's going on is going to grab onto the things that you've, that you've put in place. That's going to be excited about the things that you've said, Hey, this is what, uh, this is what we're going to do whenever we get launched. You want that person that is just a fit. Okay. Yeah. You want somebody that is, that, uh, that is going to tackle the onboarding portion of what you do. Yeah. Don't don't hire somebody. Don't spend the next week and a half talking to somebody, and then hire somebody, and they're and they're, that you know through the conversation is basically going to start putting off the onboarding process. Yeah, because what's going to happen is at the beginning of the year, you know, think about your think about your culture. Hopefully, your office. Man, you want people that are just engaged, up and running, connected, right? So through the holidays, there's going to, you know, a lot of people have holiday parties. A lot of people get more involved in charity. A lot of people do, you know, uh, bicycle drives and, and toys for tots and all that kind of stuff. You want an agent that comes in and, and grabs onto that. Yeah. You don't want somebody that's, that's MIA through all of that and then yeah. just shows up at the beginning of the year. That means make sure that they're a cultural fit. You don't want to spend the next two weeks trying to get somebody on board just for them to disappear. And yeah. then you wonder if they're they're really going to be on if they're really going to participate in onboarding. If they're really going to you know be around for whatever you know if uh, for the holiday parties and all the other things because you want them to be connected. You don't want the agents in your office to go. Didn't we hire so and so? Yeah. You you said you you put an announcement out and everything, but we've now had, you know, we've had our holiday party and we and we did the charity thing and we've posted this on social and we did this and we did that and and everybody's just MIA. Yeah. You just don't you just don't want that. You want somebody that's going to be a fit and that's going to grab on, and and that way they again I've said this several times several different ways that way they they hit the ground running on January one. Yeah, I like that a lot. Well, guys, you know, uh, just take taking a little recap here. You know, make sure you're identifying, you know, your target agents, and we'll start with that goal, right? First right. of all, start with that goal. If you have a number that you want to hit by the end of the year, you know, put that there. Um, but start identifying the target agents. You know, don't just don't just settle for anybody that comes in. I'll just hire anybody to try and hit that number because uh, it's you know it's not going to work. It's not going to work out at the end. You're going to be playing chase the rest of the year. That's exactly right. Uh, make sure you're crafting a compelling offer. Um, you know, in in your in your interview, make sure you're changing your vocabulary from "I'm recruiting to this person" to you know "I'm selecting the best agents for my office." And then, of course, through that onboarding, that culture, just make sure that they're a good fit. And uh, and man, you'll you'll your office will start growing on its own. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Matt. <clears throat> mm-hmm. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, <laughs> Deezer, any of those platforms, make sure you hit that follow button. If you're watching this on YouTube, what's up? Um, make sure you hit that like button. That helps so much. Hit that red subscribe uh, button. You get notified every time we drop a new episode if you hit that bell. And uh, go to brokerpreneurpodcast.com. 
Check out all the cool things that we have there to help you grow your brokerage, no matter what phase or stage of the business that you're in. Uh, Brokerpreneur Not So Secret Society is right down there in the links in the description, guys. Uh, make sure you go register for that. Matt and I are live every Friday from 12 to 1, talking to brokers from across the country. Um, it's absolutely free to attend. Uh, podcast listeners, of course, are there. We would love to meet you, learn more about your brokerage, and just help in any way that we can. Matt, we do this and everything else that we do for one reason, one reason alone, brother. Tell them why that is. I got an action item really quick that, that oh, I want okay. yeah. well, <laughs> to do the action item, dude. <laughs> and then I'll tell everybody yeah. why we, why we do this, which I think, I hope they know already, but, <laughs> oh, so look through your list. Uh, we touched on this, but go back and look through your list. Know how many people you want to hire, which you just mentioned, you know, know how many people you want to hire before the end of the year, mm-hmm. right? Go back and double that number. Okay, so okay. if you want to hire five people, go get 10 people out of your list that you've had good conversations with, that you've talked to, that there's that they've engaged in some of what you do. Go back and look through your list, double that number. Think about what the gap for them was and then reach out with some type of offer to help on that gap with those 10 people. I like that. Okay. You you with doing that, you're going to you've got a really good chance of hitting your of hitting your goal. I can't promise that it would be 100% of that, but absolutely you're going to be very close to hitting that goal if you just do that one thing. Yeah. I like it. And to just be part of their win. I like it. Peace. <laughs>